can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Aldi sent us an email and I was beside myself. I can't. I just can't. But also then 7-Eleven also sent us a DM. (laughs) So we're kind of a big deal. I can't believe that in the same week we had Aldi and 7-Eleven send us. I I just never thought that a that we'd be so excited by those two establishments. Yes, neither. Emailing us. <laughs> but anyway, this is where we're at. Yep. So basically 7-Eleven, because of that 7-Eleven triangle discussion that we had on Krispy Kremes. Yep. But Aldi also sent me a little package and they sent me panty liners. Love that I was for you. like, I've made it. I've You've made, made it. it. So that's 2020 for us. We can pretty much sign off now. <laughs> we're getting free yep. donuts and free panty liners. That's all we wanted so what else do you need yeah did I tell you that I learned the WAP dance the what oh my god no you didn't I did yeah I did it was a couple of weeks ago I forgot to tell you about it but I kind of injured myself oh my god <laughs> so what? just a warning for anyone over 25 that tries to learn the WAP dance I just did it to send to my friends because I thought they'd find it funny and to be honest it just looked like Mr Burns doing it <laughs> um because that's the body type I have how long did it take you to actually do it it took me an hour and a half to learn it wow It takes so much energy and you've really got to put your back into it. But I did get several bruises on my knees and I got carpet burn on my my elbows. But apart from that, I I thought I might have strained groin, but I'm okay now. So it was a really good workout. I was super sweaty. There's a line in the song about macaroni and cheese. And um, I'm not sure if you're aware of the background on the macaroni and cheese. It's definitely not appropriate for this podcast. But what I can say, (laughs) just type in mac mac and cheese WAP or WAP, whatever it is. I feel so (laughs) stupid right now. This sounds like we're explaining Google to our parents or something. Yeah, so (laughs) they can find it. They'll find it. It's on BuzzFeed News and it's an article that says um, WAP has given new life to this iconic vine about what macaroni and cheese sounds like. So, look, I think that gives it away, Mm. but just go check it out. It is one of the funniest videos I think I've ever seen. I'd love to see your dance on TikTok, Joe. There is no way I'm uploading that. That was for personal use only. Um, But I would encourage anyone who's up for like a workout, definitely try and learn the WAP dance because it is, it made me really sweaty. Anyway, what is on today's episode, Hannah? So on today's episode, we are taking a little bit of inspo from our nose waxing episode and we're doing some ear candling on air. We are speaking to skin therapist Katie Bacon on impaired skin barriers, which is something I've been dealing with at the moment. And of course, the products we didn't know we needed. So I have seen a few of my friends do this. And so really, I just wanted to try it. Now, we need to preface this segment by saying that we don't 
encourage people to do ear candling. Like literally nobody recommends doing it. But look, Chemist Warehouse had them. So I thought I'm going to pick a couple up. We play Russian roulette at Chemist Warehouse, like (laughs) fungus, fungal nail. I sent Joe a picture one day and it was like pure salicylic acid to burn warts off. And I was like, this would be funny. Yeah. Again, this is just one of those situations where we're trying something so that you don't have to. I've seen a few of my friends do ear candling and I honestly just wanted to try it. So I was going to do it anyway. And then we were like, we may as well just talk about it on the podcast. So earwax accumulation. So I've looked up a a medical journal just so that we're all across everything. We definitely need a medical journal involved. The reason that this came up is because we've spoken before about how we both have really waxy ears and our AirPods are like disgusting. And you've had yours suctioned out or flushed out. I had them flushed out, but next I want to get them suctioned out. So we're going to try this. And even though this isn't actually a form of earwax removal, we just wanted to try it for funsies. And then we're going to go and have our earwax suctioned at some point. But obviously we can't do that right now. So we thought we'd just try this. Special guest Linda as well, helping me. Special guest Linda. (laughs) According to this medical journal, earwax accumulation is one of the most popular otologic conditions seen in primary care. So removing earwax is one of the most common ear, nose and throat procedures carried out in the community, which is very interesting. So obviously people are in the same boat as us. So ear candling involves placing a hollow candle in the external auditory canal, a brown waxy substance, which some people believe to be a mixture of earwax debris and bacteria is left in the candle stub. I don't know if there's any truth to that because it says that no evidence is available to suggest that ear candles are an effective treatment for any condition. So I read quite a few different things. There isn't any proof to suggest that whatever comes out of the candle is earwax. Some people say that it's just part of the wax stuff that burns up and, you know, it's kind of like meant to look like earwax to trick you into thinking that it's doing something. The ones that we bought, it actually doesn't say anywhere that it's for earwax removal. It just says that it's... um it's for a healthier lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Wellness has taken it to the next level. So we're both going to try it and see how we go with it. And we're going to keep recording while we do it. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm recording. Okay. So Linda, you've got it. You've, you're helping me with this ear candling. <gasps> so you're going to hold it in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Oh, no, no. <laughs> So I think you've got to hold your head down further, Han. But am I lighting it? I've got to hold down further. Like flatter, yeah. Am I lighting it? Yep. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. In it or there? Hold on, on the top. Oh. You just light the top of it. Spill really... Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> In? Yep. I don't think this should be done by, this should be a medical professional, <laughs> not me or a nurse. <laughs> Well, we got it from Chemist Warehouse, so it's from Chemist Warehouse, so it should be fine. It's our favorite. It's our favorite retailer. <laughs> All right, I've got to light mine, but I don't have a helper. What's happening? Can you tell me what's happening? Um, it's just it's a light. It's quite a big flame. I'm a little bit worried to do this on my own, but should- okay. <gasps> Wait! Oh, oh, oh my god! Steaming! What's going? What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Maybe I think you went to. Um, not have it lit. No, I think you are meant to have it lit. <laughs> you are? Oh, okay. Well, should we read the instructions? You're going to set off a what? smoke alarm. Oh, we're going to set off a smoke alarm. I'm lighting mine to see what happens before I put it in my ear. I feel like you shouldn't do this on your own. Oh, it's yeah, it smokes up your ear. 
Look at that. Oh, I think maybe it's meant to do that. Um, it seems really smoky for an indoor situation. I feel like I'm going to see Should this be it's outdoors? It's a little bit too it's smoky for an indoor activity. It certainly okay, is. Why don't mum and I will go do it outside Okay, and we'll be back. I'll bring, actually, I'll bring the phone out. All right, I don't know. I'm not going to be able to bring the mic, so we might have to use the audio from the from the video. Good work, Linda. You're doing well. <laughs> yeah, into the hole. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's not. not it says it takes about eight minutes to get down. It takes eight minutes. Wait, my ours is going really, really quickly. Oh, really? Oh no. Now, okay. Now, it's, are we worried that? We're going to light ourselves on fire right yes, now? Yes, I am very worried I'm going to light myself on fire. You've at least got a supervisor. Oh, my God. This is weird. <laughs> I don't feel like it's doing anything. I have not. Oh, I just had a little pop in my ear. Oh, okay. All right. No, I don't know. I think we're going to have to be descriptive. So you're outside with Linda on your balcony and yours looks like a bonfire. Yeah. Mine looks like a steady stream of flame. I'm holding my own. Oh, so I think you should blow it out now. That's too much. I don't, we don't want to go any, we're worried that the paper is going to catch on fire. <laughs> we can't do any more. That's All enough. Right. I'm pulling mine out then. All right. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go to the sink and put this out. This is like a hazard. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that didn't really go to plan. No. We both panicked and <laughs> I definitely don't think I would recommend doing that at home. No, it's really smoky. Yeah, I think if you did it maybe in your bathroom with the fan on or, yeah. or if you did it under the stove, yep. you know, under the fan. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, that was that wasn't there's no real beauty aside from what? It'll change your life. Is that what you said? What did it say? <laughs> it helps you live a healthier lifestyle. So I feel right. much better already. <laughs> I already feel like I'm living a much healthier yeah. lifestyle. I think the moral of this story is you probably don't need to try ear candling because I don't think it brought much to either of our lives and my ears are certainly still waxy. So My only thing that I will say on these kind of wellness products is I think if we use the analogy of a massage with essential oils and like there's no like I don't think there's any medical claims that like a yeah. a non remedial massage is gonna you know but it really does make me feel better yeah so ear candling might make some people feel better so I think on that same token I think if it makes you feel better I think yeah. go for it but again it's not recommended by GPs and specialists I mean so. <laughs> colonics in Thailand aren't recommended by medical professionals but <laughs> <laughs> but someone enjoys that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, my, my room smells so smoky now. So today's podcast topic is actually one of my favourite things to talk about. Hannah, I know that you can vouch for that, an impaired barrier. I love to drop that term. I requested <laughs> this as well. Yes, you did actually. I actually reached out to paramedical skin therapist, nutritionist and cosmetic chemist in the making, Katie Bacon, who also works closely with Murad. And Katie, you're going to take us through what an impaired barrier is and why a healthy barrier is so important to the function of our skin. So welcome. 
Thank you. And thank you for having me. Uh, and that's a, a great question. So simply put, your skin barrier is the outer layer of your skin and it's called your epidermis and it contains your stratum corneum, which is made up of your skin cells, lipids, oils and our body's natural moisturising factors like amino acids and fatty acids. So I like to think of it a bit like a brick wall. So you've got your brick wall with the mortar and then your skin cells are the bricks with the mortar being your skin's oils known as your lipids, which create your skin's barrier. So your skin is your body's largest organ, as I'm sure your listeners all know, and it's literally the first line of defense between you and the world outside and what I call the last line of defense for keeping your body hydrated. And really its main job is to maintain what we call homeostasis or balance. It's going to guard against your pollution and those external elements, of course, protect us from UV and sun damage. And a lot of people also don't know that we share our barrier or our skin with trillions of bacteria, which are called our microbiome. And I like to think of them as our second skin or part of our skin's immune system. But really the most important thing with your skin is it slows down water evaporation. It's what we call transepidermal water loss. And really it's so important in preventing us from drying out because otherwise we'd end up a bit like a piece of jerky. (laughs) Uh, So a great way of thinking of our barrier is it's a bodyguard. So it's going to keep the good in and the bad out. I think for me, I said to Joe the other day, I was like, I think I have an impaired barrier, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. So can you tell us how would you know if you have an impaired barrier and what would actually be causing this to occur? Yeah, for sure. Well, if we go back to that brick and mortar analogy that I mentioned, if your mortar starts to crumble, your bricks aren't supported, so they become weakened. Uh, So it's the same for skin. So when our barrier is compromised, the lipid portion that supports our skin's natural moisturizing factor really can't do its job so it's allowing all of our vital moisture to escape so in effect the mortar has crumbled and it really enables those external irritants our skin's supposed to protect us from then penetrate so that's when we start to notice those common signs of an unhappy skin so your impaired barrier could be from external aggressors such as your skin damage from uv and pollution which can more easily penetrate skin could be over exfoliation incorrect skincare choices, even things like seasonal or environmental changes, stress, which I think we all know about right now, (laughs) illness, diet, and of course, medication affect our barrier. So the typical signs of your impaired barrier could be redness and sensitivity, which you may be noticing yourself. Yeah, red, but you know, sensitive to touch. Yeah, absolutely. I always find it's most, I can most feel it on my forehead for some reason. Yeah, common, common, yeah, forehead, cheeks as well. Yeah. A lot of people get red or irritated mm. around the cheeks. Um, so normal signs, dehydration, of course, and it could be that you could be dry or flaky. It might be rough to touch if you get that stinging or burning. I think right now a common concern is COVID because we're now wearing a lot of face masks. So people are noticing more breakouts also occurring. 
But one of the things is, is important to note is that and it, signs of an impaired barrier really do vary widely depending on your skin type. So if you're a damaged oily skin, you might produce more oil, whereas a damaged dry skin could become rough or flaky. All of these symptoms are totally normal. That's why people often sort of refer to it as skin freaking out because it's sort of not really doing one particular thing or another. Mm-hmm. And does an impaired barrier often get confused for other skin concerns? Like you mentioned all those different things or does it contribute to skin concerns like acne worsening, for example? Yeah. So the feeling you get in your skin when your barrier is compromised effectively is a sign of inflammation and skin damage. So there are many inflammatory skin diseases such as acne you mentioned, eczema, dermatitis, even psoriasis that are all affected by changes in the skin. To use your example, the case of acne, uh, a compromised barrier can totally make this worse. So often people that have an oily skin hate moisturiser, right? They don't like the feel of it. They don't like when something is on the surface of their skin because they think it's going to make them break out. But as I mentioned before, skin needs both water and oil to stay healthy. So in the case of acne, these skin types can often be super dehydrated because they tend to be people that either over exfoliate or often over treat their skins, which can lead to that impaired barrier. And it's also incredibly important that if you are an oily skin, that you use water-rich hydrators. So this is going to lead to a better functioning skin and actually less breakouts, not more. Mm, Such good information. I'm loving this. Um, So you mentioned dehydration, which I think is often really misunderstood. Can you explain the basics of dehydration in the skin? Yes, I may go on a tangent because um, my background is both nutrition <laughs> as, as well as beauty. Um, so there are totally two parts to dehydration. So you've got the internal element and the external element. So the common thread in most theories about why our body breaks down as we age is hydration. And we know that water is necessary to cell health and the human body is 50 to 65% water on any given day. But Unfortunately, when we drink water, a lot of it just goes straight through us. It's not really going to our skin, although I absolutely do drink as much water as you can, but we want to make sure that we're eating water-rich fruits and vegetables. The reason being is that these are about 80% water and they're very nutrient-dense. So they hold a whole host of healthy ingredients such as your antioxidants, phytonutrients, all of these vitamins and minerals that fresh produce has that actually our skin loves to keep healthy and hydrated. But most people we know don't generally drink enough water or eat enough water-rich fruits and vegetables. So our skin just doesn't have these building blocks it needs to retain what we call cellular hydration. And this is one element of dehydration. But then if we look externally, when our skin's barrier becomes compromised, skin also loses water. And we call this epidermal water loss, as I mentioned before, and it leads to the skin imbalances we talked about and inflammation. So uh, I don't know if you're like me, but generally if I'm a bit dehydrated, I start to notice all of a sudden these fine lines and wrinkles pop up out of nowhere. My skin might look and feel rough. That's exactly a sign. If you've had too much coffee, you tend to feel a hot face mm. as well. Oh, I can't have um, coffee so- at all. We know that. <laughs> Our audience are aware. (laughs) For uh, other reasons we will not talk about. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, So really reinforcing hydration inside and out is really key. I suspect I have an impaired barrier at the moment and I suspect it's because I'm mixing way too many acids with my retinol. Like I think I'm just over um, and I probably shouldn't be doing that. What should you do if you accidentally, like I'd probably 
didn't do it accidentally, but accidentally impaired your skin's barrier, what kind of products should you stop using and what kind of products should you introduce? Yeah, look, we all do it. I think also when you've been in lockdown and there's so many fun, cool ingredients and technology out there, it's easy to layer and mix and match. But over exfoliation, as, as you're finding, is one of the biggest culprits of damaging our barrier. And sometimes very much less is, is more when it comes to active ingredients. So really, I mean, it's a no-brainer, but pull back on, on the use of actives for at least two weeks and then slowly reintroduce them with care. I say care, but once the barrier has repaired, um, I'd also throw in devices like your sonic cleansing brushes, washcloths. These are also exfoliants that I pe think people forget about and they might be using an ultrasonic brush with their AHA cleanser, for example, and this is all leading to extra irritation of the skin. Also, general things like making sure you're using gentle non-soap-based cleansing that's not going to strip away your skin's natural oils. So there are great new generation cleansers out there that kind of remove even the most waterproof makeup, your dirt oils and, and debris, but restore skin with things like prebiotics and skin food to help keep your barrier. So I know Murad has a great cleanser, which is the prebiotic four-in-one that kind of ticks all of those, those boxes if you are finding your skin's feeling a little bit compromised. Um, but I I think with the weather and probably with ISO as well, we're having these lovely, luxuriously long hot showers. And a lot of people put their face directly in hot water. So we know that hot water can also wreak havoc on our skin's barrier. It causes a lot of redness and sensitivity, especially when our skin's resilience is low, like in winter. So then if we whack on a whole lot of AHAs and resurfacing ingredients on top of that, our skin's not going to really thank us too much <laughs> for all of this extra stuff that we're doing to it. So generally in winter, sometimes it's the less is more approach is good for when we've overdone it with our skin. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the seasonal change. Does that impact like what you should be using if you have an impaired barrier? Yeah, for sure. In winter, I mean, often they say in winter, start all your retinols, which is true because we're not getting a lot of sun exposure. But in winter, it's we don't have the humidity. So particularly in Australia here, so we've got mm. a drier climate. So we've also in air conditioning, we've got wind, we've got all of these factors that are pulling water out of our skin and we're not producing or having as much hydration in the environment. Whereas in summer, we have quite a humid climate which then leads to a slightly more hydrated skin. We might be a little bit oilier as well, which acts as a barrier. So generally in winter, our skin does tend to be slightly drier and more compromised due to the environment. Mm -hmm. Could you still use, say, you know, like your gentle cleanser and then is something like a, I probably would just use like a hyaluronic acid, maybe a niacinamide and then use my moisturiser. Does that sound about right? Yeah, niacinamide's great. It's an all-round good guy when it comes to treating skin health and the barrier. Oil cleansers are amazing. Anything that's going to be rich in your ceramides, your amigas and your lipids. So I think everyone knows rose hips, great for skin barrier. Hemp seed, I mean, I love CBD and cannabis sativa as ingredients. They're amazing at protecting the barrier. But a one that's a bit of an unsung hero is actually glycerin. It's in most moisturizers and glycerin and your hyaluronic acid are probably two of your best humectants. They help beautifully attract and bind water. They keep the skin healthy and hydrated and they also help to create that barrier protection for the skin. And people sort of see glycerin product and don't really think too much of it, but it is an amazing ingredient for your, your product 
and also for your skin when it is sensitized and compromised. Totally agree with that. I think glycerin just does not get enough attention, to be honest. I think everyone, all the other ingredients get so much attention and love and glycerin just doesn't. So on the topic of how long it takes your skin to actually repair itself, and I personally get asked this a lot, how long does it generally take your skin to recover if you've accidentally impaired your barrier? Uh, It's a great question because it really depends on what's causing your concern and whether it's acute. So when I say it's acute, has it come on all of a sudden because we've overdone our AHAs and our retinols and over exfoliated or from windburn, for example, or whether it's what we call persistent low grade inflammation. So is it a chronic infection, uh, chronic condition, sorry, such as your acne, your dermatitis and eczema. Uh, But generally inflammation peaks around day three and naturally does resolve itself really within two to four weeks if you treat it kindly. But of course, if there's any irritation that persists past two weeks, it's definitely worth seeing um, or seeking expert advice just to make sure there's something not more sinister going, going on there. All really great tips. I think this will help a lot of people get to the bottom of why their skin just isn't behaving itself. But as you said, we are in the lower parts of the country wearing face masks 24-7. So, well, not 24-7, but when we leave the house. So not being able to take away that part of it for people that are experiencing mask knee. I'm sure they're very frustrated by it. But as you said, yeah, it's you can you can heal it in the end. So Hannah, how's your impaired barrier going? Because I remember when we saw James Vivian, he identified yeah. that maybe you'd gone a little too hard. And that was yeah. probably what, six weeks ago maybe now? Yeah. See look, I'll tell you what happens. During the week I'm like very fastidious about my skincare routine and I'm like all the actives all the time. And then usually from Friday to Sunday I do nothing. I lie in bed and watch Netflix or on the couch. (laughs) So I don't. So I think it's balancing out. I think that during the week, I'm like going a bit overboard. And then on the weekends, I do nothing. So. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Katie. You can find Katie on Instagram at the Traveling Skin Guru if you want to see more of her tips and what she's up to. But we certainly learned a lot about an impaired barrier. So I hope everyone enjoyed that segment. Thanks for joining us, Katie. Thank you. Product we didn't know we needed, Hannah. Basically, OPI sent me a little care package for I never, to be honest with you, when shellac and SNS kind of became really mainstream, I genuinely said to myself, I will never use nail polish again. Yeah. And little did you know a pandemic was on the way. <laughs> I thought nail polish was like blockbuster video. Like Netflix had come along yeah. and we, I was never, ever, ever going to use a DVD again. Like I literally was like, this is over. But what's really interesting is that we never, ever know what's going to happen because the other day on Slack, yeah, someone posted an update on mask sanitizer sales and I was like, if you had told me at the start of the year that we would be excited mm-hmm. about how many mask sanitizers we sold at Adore Beauty, I would have been like, um, the world is over. Like there's no way that can happen. Yeah. So this is kind of similar, I guess. Like we don't really know what's going to come back in vogue. And I think nail polish is having a comeback. Yes, in a big way. In a really big way. And I'm actually completely, we've had a discussion around how leaving SNS or 
shellac on your nails for so long that you don't actually know what's going on under the surface of the nail can be, Mm. may not be recommended by dermatologists. So I actually think that this will be my new in-between like event nails. Yes. I have been sent like probably 50 nail polishes since lockdown started. And this is by far the best because it actually helps to grow longer, stronger nails. I have really weak nails that are prone to breaking. So this is the OPI Nail Envy. It's a nail strengthener, but what I like about the one I've got, it's in bubble bath, which is actually your favorite color, isn't it? It is. That was the shellac shade that I always got on my nails, which I haven't had in a very long time, but yes. It's just a really, really nice pinky nude color. It's just perfect. And I just think this has been like a bit of a game changer for ISO because the problem with like regular nail polish I find on my nails because I have such weak nails, you've got super strong nails, but yeah. mine chip like within a, within a day. Oh, really? Because they're so flexible. There's something about my nails that it just chips. Mm. I've been trying some other nail polishes and, and it just doesn't, and this this one doesn't chip though. Okay. Because it's the nail strengthener. Yeah. There's Nail Envy Original, which is just like a sheer nail strengthener, like a clear polish. And then they've got the colored ones as well. And Bubble Bath is just like the ultimate shade for anyone. It's like the most popular bridal shade. It's just a beautiful sheer pink color. It's just, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. So that is mine. What is yours? Okay. Mine is actually um, to do with eyebrows. I know that I mentioned an eyebrow product a couple of weeks ago, which was the Bay Brow. But eyebrows are really the only thing I've been working on in isolation. I've still been doing exercise and stuff, but I've really been trying to get my eyebrows in good shape. I really wanted to get them a bit thicker and then have them like properly shaped and do um, brow lamination after we get out of isolation. So that's my plan. So I really wanted to get them in like, you know, a good spot. And so I've been using my lash serum on them, which I told you about, but I've also been using this MAC, it's called Eyebrows Big Boost Fiber Gel. In the past, I've used the Inica One Brow Perfector. I've used Benefit Gimme Brow. I've used the Garbon Cali Clear Brow Gel. This one is amazing because it really makes your eyebrows look thicker which I think for some people is really important if they've got quite fine brows and they really need to thicken them up to get that fluffy effect. I don't necessarily need that because my eyebrows are quite thick anyway and I have like the longest eyebrow hairs, which sometimes just looks a bit funny. But I've been using this. I've got the shade Spiked, which is... I wanted to see if that was the same one. I think that's the same one that I've been using. I reckon you've got one too. Yeah, Big Boost. (laughs) Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been using it as well? In spiked. Yeah, yeah. I've been yes. using it too. You're right. <laughs> yeah. It does give much thicker appearance. Yeah, but it really does hold them in place, which I find a lot of brow gels after a couple of hours, like they don't really hold them up. Like, you know, that brow lamination effect where they stay fluffy and brushed up the whole day. I really wanted to kind of emulate that. And this product does that really well. So that's what I've been using. I'm turning my video off because I want to show what I'm doing while okay. you're talking. Yeah. I've just like started putting it on. <laughs> I just wanted to, as you were talking about it, I wanted to like, yes, it really does. See, look, instantly fuller. I just think for anyone with quite fine or really light brows that wants that fluffy full effect, that's like the perfect product. It really does give fullness to your eyebrows, but keeps them in place at the same time. So that's my product you didn't know I needed this week. And also to finish off, I just feel like I need to out my mum on something she mm, came love that she came to me yesterday I think it was 
And I said, oh, I've got a cleanser here. Like I'd been sent a cleanser. I was like, do you want to have, do you want to try this in your shower? And she had an aspect one in there already. And she goes to me, oh yeah, I'll put that one next to the bath. Cause I usually only cleanse when I wash my hair. And I was like, you f***ing what? Oh. I was like, excuse me? You what? And she looked at me like, oh, no, like what have I said wrong? And I was like, do you mean you're just washing your face with water when you have it? Because she has a bath most nights, not a shower. And I was just but like, I, oh, my I, God. I will say that. She was just splashing her face with water. <laughs> I really wouldn't judge her for that because, to be honest, I've really, really stopped cleansing in ISO. I've, I've given up on life in general no, because Hannah, I just, don't. I honestly, I just, I finish the work day and I, I do use my cellar water. But the thought of like washing my face some days, oh, it's just like who see, am I going to see? That's my self-care is washing my face. That what that brings me to life. So I can't, un- I don't understand how people don't find that like the way to start your day or to like end your night. I don't know. There's something about it that's like a self-care thing for me. I don't feel like I've done my skincare if I haven't done a proper cleanse. Yeah, no, no, no. I totally agree with you there. Yeah. I I do cleanse every morning though. My mum listens to this podcast every week and I'm like, mum, how has this just come up between us? Like, I feel like you should have mentioned this earlier that you didn't have a cleanser to have by the bath. She does remind me a bit of Linda in that case, I think. Mm, Yes. I just didn't know that it was happening. Now she has a cleanser by the bath and in the shower so that she can cleanse properly every day. So yeah, she's sorted now. We hit a road bump, but we're over it now. Well, you're over it now. We're back. (laughs) Do we want to wrap up with anything? Yeah. Do do we have anything else? Um, Oh... <laughs> Do I have anything else? <laughs> Leave that in, Matthew. <laughs> that sums us up. I seriously feel like the hardest part of my week is coming up with intro and outros for this podcast yeah. because when I listen back to these episodes, like the thing that I love to listen to is the intros and outros. Mm. And I'm like, and that's just me listening to us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You know, and it's becoming increasingly harder. Yeah, we've just got nothing to talk about right now. But. Oh, no, I do have something. I haven't been outside my house since um, Sunday. <laughs> okay, is that what you wanted to wrap up with? Do you know what I'd love to hear mm-hmm. from Victorians? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the longest you've gone without going outside your house or apartment? Oh. Because this is, I think, the longest. I went three days. So it's now Thursday and I have, this will be my fourth day without having stepped outside my house. Oh, wow. I better get out today. Yeah, I think just a walk will do you some good. (laughs) Anyway, see you all next week. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. 